Yo! <laughs> hey, Alec! Alec, how are you doing, kid? What's up, Alec? What is up, my man? Alright, so, first of all, let us start with the fact that you really know how to write an interview question. Yeah, this questionnaire. is marvelous. Your questions are <laughs> phenomenal, and we, yeah, we're so excited to answer them right now. Um, we figured we'd give you a, you know, we'll say, uh, Names? my mom went to the grocery store, and then say your name before it, so he knows what your voice sounds like. Exactly. So, this is Jake. And my mom went to the grocery store. <laughs> this, is, this is Don, and my mom went to the grocery store. <laughs> this is Dan, my mom went to the grocery store. <laughs> this is Matt, and my mom just went to the grocery store. <laughs> my name is Nick, and my mom just went to the grocery store. Oh, no, 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 my name is Jake, and my <laughs> mom's went to the grocery store. No, um... So, yeah, Alpy. Uh, narrow down a couple of your uh, questions to really hit our faves. We're just going to kind of go through them one by one and fire off some answers for you. So first one we have in store. Friends of the Falls has a new EP coming this summer and will be releasing the first single of the, off the EP in less than a month. Was there a, gap in, was there a gap in the industry you guys saw that needed to be filled? Wow. Was there an aspect of your sound that you wanted to redefine or highlight? Or was it to, or was it just? Sorry, I can't see this. Was it, was it just to continue your adventure-loving journeys, journey as creatives? Great question. Um, it's interesting that you said uh, the gap. The gap, yeah. So Danny Walsh kind of coined this. Um, the it, the reason we took so long to release new music wasn't a gap. It was kind of to build our sound and ourselves. We uh we had a touring guitarist for a while, and now um, we have our lead guitarist Nick Janusa. So. I think when that when the lineup was complete, we needed to write a little bit with each other, and uh, for the first couple of records, it was mostly just me. So uh, now that we had different minds going at it, uh, I think we wanted to really do something great, and we were through releasing uh, half quality stuff, and now uh, we want something that would really represent us because now we're really going for it. And um, uh, so that gap uh, of two years wasn't. Really, uh, that's not what he's saying, though. Is that not what he's, he's saying? He's saying there's a gap in the industry, yeah. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Well, that's even better, and, you know. That's exactly what we talk about all the time because yeah. we don't really consider ourselves indie, we try to consider ourselves more alternative. It's yeah. like sounds like semantics, <laughs> and it might be, but like we are, uh, there is a difference, yeah. There's yeah. we really genuinely, one lives, one yeah, lives, man. yeah. We genuinely feel that what we're doing is for the long haul and that there is a gaping gap, and no one is really making the same kind of sound that we're making and the people need to hear. Yeah, and I think there's a, with, especially with indie rock, there's a, it kind of combines with the way modern music works where like people want instant gratification. So a lot of these bands have moved to like making quick pop songs that like are catchy. We're like, that's all well and good. And we love pop just as much as the next guy. You know, we're all pop tarts here. But like the whole thing is that if you look at bands that, we, that we're inspired by, The Killers, Coldplay, even like bands that came up like Bruce Springsteen or U2 or like all that like pioneered, there's a reason why people still listen and there's a reason that why they're never going to stop listening and that's kind of what we're trying to go for mm -hmm. even though we might have a couple of songs on the record that are a, bit, are a bit more poppy like you know we always still aim, we have the same goal in mind when we write a song every yeah. time. As opposed to a, you know, a bright burn it, and then just... Yeah. We want to slowly slow, slow burn, slow burn, burn, slow burn. burn. Yeah, burn bright and die out. Yeah. Oh man. Oh come <laughs> on. Yeah. It's my bad. I have the phone. All right. Um. <laughs> next one. Um. Yes. Yeah. The oh, new. Go ahead, Nick. The new single "Stay All Night" will be released July sixth. The cover art for the single was released on Instagram, and it radiates '80s disco vibes all over. 
Can you give us a hint or preview of what to expect? Anyone? I'd say it's up there with the most dancey song on the Dancey, the it is sexy, it is cheeky, and, and at the end it really hits comes, you. it hits you. It comes because I think we really try to rock, and um, but in the, in the event that we don't rock, we give it our best shot still. So I think at the end there, we, we kind of still come back to our rock and roots. But the whole song is very, very dancey. Yeah, and I think uh, with the whole EP, we're really going for a, a summer vibe to it, where you could ride through, uh, you know, a summer night, blast your, the music with your windows down, and uh, this song, you know, it goes right up that alley. Yeah. So as we've been saying, the songs are uh, polite enough for your parents. <laughs> just polite. <laughs> just, just polite enough for your parents. Um, um, I think it's gonna be. A great first single from like that first note, like I, it really like. I agree. Set the tone. I agree. Yeah. It does set the a tone. That's a really good way of putting it. Exactly. It sets the tone. So. Um, but yeah, no. In terms, but just to finish it off, the, the the artwork, like uh, we went through a lot of different things, and um, I I guess like at, when when you you know when you see something, it just clicks, and like that that album artwork really clicked with that song, and so uh, we decided to just run with it, and. Uh, we kind of got eager and posted it pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all right. You know? It's and it's in the same theme as the yeah. EP artwork. Yeah. Speaking of which, I thought of a great single artwork for Street Like Kids. I'd like to talk to you guys about Ooh. after this. <laughs> okay, question three: How do you guys challenge yourselves as creatives and musicians? Is there something that is more challenging for you guys to perform slash practice as a group or as individuals? Um, for me, especially, the most challenging thing that I have is definitely singing and playing like complex parts at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like in graffiti, that ending, I've been practicing it a bit and it's still really, really tough to yeah. do. Graffiti is another new song yeah. off the new, the new EP. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we're, we have so much to learn as uh, writing and playing as a group. And I think we always, we know that, we always make it known and we always practice it. So, I mean, that's one thing that we really need to build with. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, uh, writing and and creatively like on a personal note i could write a core progression let's say it's dga whatever and i could think it's the worst thing in the world but if like one of the other guys write it i could think it's the best thing in the world so i think i'm pretty hard on myself and i'm trying to work on that um i'm trying to just be as open as i was when i first started writing music i think a lot of the time too it's like you just get so lost mm -hmm. in like oh what chords am i using like yeah uh, i want to be like a little bit more intricate yeah. it's just like at I the agree. end of the day so many people just don't even care. It's like, you no, just have to put the best song on paper. That's Dude, crazy. even when, like, I catch myself trying to be fancy, and, like, I'm like, okay, I, oh, I, can't, I can't just play an open E. It needs to have a different voice. Like, yeah. it, and, like, it just doesn't, it's just what the song calls for. Yeah. You know? yeah. And in terms of practice, we've been doing a lot more stripped-down acoustic practices than full band, you know, live drums, etc. Just because Jake says it best. Uh, we're trying to remove a lot of the smoke and mirrors and really just be as good as we can be as musicians and vocalists and all of that, uh, you know, to to its core. And uh, if we could bring that from Jake's basement to the stage, then, then uh, that's our end goal. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Andrew McMahon fan. I just saw him on his uh, pen and piano tour uh, with Matt. And um, it, the vocal power and like them as acoustic musicians was, it was disturbing. It was so good. It was so out of this world good. And like, I just want like, if a, if a, the most important man in the universe who needed to hear our music was down in the basement, my basement listening to us, I would want him to say, you guys are the best ever. So, you know, we're working on it. We're working on it every day. 
We know that the band shares an appreciation for Bruce Springsteen. Does Damn his music right. play more into the attitude or the sound of Friends at the Fall? Love it. Love it, Alec. Yeah, this was really such a good So question. high tier. I saw Bruce on Broadway. I, we, me, me, Matt, and Dan waited 10 hours to be front row for him. The man is the boss. He is the man. Um... Definitely the and attitude. I'd say both. I'd say, dude, I think this. I think in the beginning it was more the sound. Yeah, and and not. It's not that we don't want to write like him anymore, but it's more like you know you evolve and you yeah. you you become a melting pot. And so like, we for my vocals and my lyric my lyric writing, I definitely look to him. Who 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 doesn't, man? Thunder Road is probably the best, in my opinion, the best uh, lyrics ever written. They're so good. And uh, but in terms of attitude, man, come on, man. The dude is the dude. <laughs> Owens MetLife Stadium. He yeah. like he rocks it. He's there. He like he captivates ninety pe- ninety thousand yeah. people. Like I just went to Governor's Ball actually, and I was just so upset at how like the artists would end their sets early. Yeah, Bruce dude. Springsteen goes for four, four hours. hours for four hours at his age that he's now like he chose totally not for four it's hours. Ridiculous. And he's he was breaking North American concert records like several You're nights. Six, Sixty-seven years old. Yeah. The guy. The guy's still like how could you not? And you know, it's like we we would kill like some of these like uh, I won't I don't want to like talk poorly about yeah. any acts but we saw someone uh, one of our favorite acts at MetLife, and they they're they're an amazing band they, their set was like an hour and a half hour forty five, and it's like you have the ability yeah. to play in front of these massive crowds and you can play as long as you like, and you're just not doing it like you can play like yeah. we if we could if we had that power right now play, play two or three hours more, yeah. that's exactly it you know. Give the people what they want, what they paid yeah, for, yeah, and that's one. That's one thing Bruce stresses, man. He's like, you know, like I want to give them their money's worth. Yeah. But yeah. Next question. If you can envision the ultimate road trip or adventure, <laughs> what would be your soundtrack playing behind it? Ooh, I don't even know. Great question. I don't first things first, I got a great road trip to the Grand Canyon plant scene. Ooh. So what's your soundtrack playing behind it? What's my soundtrack? Jake has the same playlist for a long time. Oh my god. Um. Ooh, give, um, give, a, give me a quick second on this. Yeah. You guys can go. Yeah, this is tough. I was about to check my phone. This is so tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going um, like any solid gold oldie yeah. for me. I love Beach Boys. Yeah. That's my that's my thing. Road trip. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any- I think there's different themes yeah. I think, yeah. throughout the day though. Because yeah. like, I think yeah. I think when it's bright outside, like feel when, good. Yeah. Bump and tracks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm listening to the ma- the the man by the yeah. Killers. I'm listening to a bunch of different tracks. Like I'm a huge Killers buff. It's yeah. just let's get that out of the way. I used to like driving at night. On the uh, I was gonna say, tour, I was gonna say at yeah. night when everyone's sleeping in the van, I want to make myself cry a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'll listen, I'll listen to like, like, <laughs> like Thunder Road stripped down, or I'll listen yeah. to like some old Coldplay, and I'll be like, this is yeah. so great, and like, you know, just drive. Get you right in the field. That's exactly yeah. it. I think it's situational. Situational. Friends of the Falls has opened for groups like the Mowgli's, Lighthouse and the Whaler, and the Academic. What were those experiences like, and did the group have any resounding takeaways? I I could say on the Lighthouse and the Whaler and the Academic, we both played with them at Mercury, Mercury Lounge. Lounge. So we were down in like the the green room before we played. And the thing that really struck us specifically about the Academic was that they were just like us. Yeah, like they were they were, they were no different. And that's just so crazy that they could be receiving the level of attention that they mm-hmm. are. And like we're at our level, and it really gives you. The sense that we could be there. Like, yeah, that's so exactly, that's it, yeah. It's like it's not us diminishing them. Yeah. It's, it's more like us 
it's hope. It's inspiring. Yeah. It's more like yeah. the and like you know, it's not like uh, the academics are unbelievable. They yeah, were so great. kind, mm-hmm. and you yeah. know, they were awesome guys. Great yeah. advice too. I, I, I think undeniably my favorite band thus yeah. far that we've yeah. played with. Definitely. Um, I can agree. They are uh, very nice guys. Uh, but yeah, I think even with like the Mowgli, it's all very different situations. The Mowgli's was a much bigger room, mm-hmm. um, in front of more people. But um, I think the Mowgli's where it might have been a bigger show. I still liked the other two a bit more at Mercury Lounge. Yeah, we just didn't really get to talk to the Mowgli's. Yeah, really I agree. I agree. I think a good uh, thing about like where we're at as a band and like you know we're trying to like make this rise through the industry is that we have to prove ourselves when we're on stage with like a band, uh, you know, of a greater size, someone like the Academic or Lighthouse or the Mowgli's. So I think we all kind of walked away. I would, if I could speak collectively for everyone, they're like. We held our own mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, time. yeah, captivated the crowd in our own way. You know what's interesting, and, too? And that ties into, like, something I was about to say is that, like, when we, we, we opened up at the, uh, for an arena show at UMass for, like, we won this whole thing to open for, like, Two Chains, John Belly, and Lil Dicky. Like, big show, big names. Oh, yeah. And I think as great as it was to play our first arena show and everything, I think as you play bigger rooms when you're opening up for someone, people care less. Because I think, because I, I think when you play with the academic or like the mm-hmm. or lighthouse, fans are still their palate is still, uh, like you can still manip- yeah, manipulate their Definitely. their palate of music and like kind of, like they they're more inclined open, to listen. Yeah, yeah they're, they're mm-hmm. more open to listening to the opening act. Yeah. That's exactly mm-hmm. where I'm getting at. But um, yeah, I think as we when we play the bigger shows. Um, people are just on their phones and still like like some. They're people, just waiting. For not that. everyone, you know. They're mm-hmm. maybe they hear a song that like like captures their interest. Mm-hmm. They look yeah. up a little bit more. I, I think it's just like if you're going to see Two Chains and you hear like and you, and you, yeah, it's like exactly. shit for the stars. Like, oh, they're, just, right. they're just trying to get some Two Chains. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. <laughs> all right, Friends of the Falls was formed in Mayapack, New York. From pictures, Mayapack appears to be a picturesque small town suburb. It is yeah, but you're damn right. <laughs> is it easier for the group? To draw inspiration from this small town suburb or the metropolis of New York City, like, I, I think that's the, the suburb, man. I mean, yeah, we could I think draw that's from the. Both, yeah, I'd say yeah, most of it comes probably from the small town suburb, but that's the best part about the location. It's yeah. like you're you're close enough. We're about like forty five minutes an hour from the city, so yeah. we're able to get in there when we want to. But yeah, you know, I've ri- I've mm-hmm. written about skyscrapers and I've written about the girl who broke your heart at the old lake that you used to hang out with. <laughs> so you know, it's like. It's it's both, and I think that yeah. I like like Dan just said, it's very beneficial to be near both because it's just more inspiration. Like if we uh, lived in some like middle of nowhere rural, like Nebraska, not saying that they don't write yeah. great lyrics, but like I think uh, we're fortunate to where where we live and that yeah. there's more uh, inspiration to be had. Yeah, sure, because we can go down to the city and have different experiences and write about those different experiences. Yeah. And me, me, uh, me, Don and Matt lived in Brooklyn for a bit. And it was great, but I think uh, we prefer living in the suburbs. Like uh, we're 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 soon to move in together um, in the next year. Or so and we all decided quickly that we wanted to the suburbs in a, in a house. So that's what we're gonna go for. And uh, I think I think it's more the it's sub- more who we are. It's suited to us. Yeah. I agree. It's I like I like the are, space. Dude. I like the yeah, space. Yeah. How are you supposed to band rehearse in an apartment? You can't. You, can't, man. you just can't. You don't. That's exactly. Alright, next, who wants it? The band's first EP, We Are Friends, was previewed at Webster Hall in 2016. Are there any plans for a preview show for the upcoming EP? Uh, you know what? I was thinking about that show the other day. That is it rude that that was our EP preview show, but that was like... our It's our friends, The Stolen. Like, Is it weird that that was their show, but we made it our EP preview no. show? Yeah. No. 
Oh, okay. Oh, that's crazy. Man, cool. I feel better. Um, Rest in peace, that's Russell Hall. Was that what it was labeled? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, well, yeah, I kind of did it as a marketing ploy. It was labeled as that. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. All right, here we go. You're damn right there is, Alec. Uh, we just actually kind of accidentally... It was announced yesterday, but we are announcing it on our social medias this week that um, there is an EP... I, I guess it's a little better than a... It, it is a preview show. It's, it's kind of like an exclusive... You get a physical copy of the EP... If early, much much earlier, if you come to our show at August 11th at Mercury Lounge, and uh, it's our first headline there. They've been Mercury Lounge has been so kind to us, and they're a fantastic venue, and they've uh, put us on some great bills, like you mentioned. And uh, now we're finally headlining it. Yeah. So um, to do that is really really great, and uh, we're, we feel blessed. Yeah. And uh, but there is so that show is real in there. Uh, it, <laughs> it is it is in August. <laughs> um, August so, 11th. August 11th. Um, can we expect new merch and tour dates upon the release of the EP this summer? Hmm. Yeah, so we're working on merch designs, and um, we, I think an issue we've always had is when we when we send out for merch designs and ask people to do it, we we don't typically uh, in, like it that much. Not that they did a bad job, but it doesn't it doesn't suit our taste. I think really we know our taste, so uh, we usually design it all. But I think this time around we're kind of looking for someone who's like minded, and uh, in terms of tour. We were going to tour in October or something like that, but we completely canceled the entire, not that we even started booking it, but we canceled the idea because we figured it wasn't time for us to go out because we yeah. really want this record to sit with people. Steve's exactly. yeah, yeah, steep, yeah, yeah. like so a fine a, tea. Yeah, this is not instant coffee. This yeah. is a fine tea. So, um, Gotta build up some hype first. Yeah, so and we want people to come to the shows and know the songs. And uh, so we're, we're going to, I think we're aiming for maybe late winter, early spring type thing. Yeah. Our van is really, it makes me nervous to, to, <laughs> to take it out in the winter, so I don't really want to. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, but there there's a tour that we're talking about. Um, I think we might tour with some other artists, too. We'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, yeah, always working on that It'll stuff. be making known. Yeah, definitely itching to get back out there, though. Yeah, like we're, I yeah. think, it, uh, who said it? Um, I think I heard Andrew McMahon say it somewhere. When you're on the road, you're itching, you're itching to be writing. When you're writing, you're itching to be on the road. Yeah. It's, 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 true. It's, it's both, man. Yeah. Um, One of the best oh, questions man. on this list. I think the best question. Who wants to want? Nick, Nick Chanusa, you want, would you please read it out for us? I'd be glad to. What would you say to your fans who might prefer Chicago-style pizza? I say get the hell out of New York. No. You're dead to me. I think we have an appreciation. I, I agree completely. I have, a, I have a total respect for Chicago <laughs> It is a total meal, Yeah. but it is so good. There's yeah. no way I could eat it as much as we eat thin Regular pizza. pizza. Yeah. Regular pizza. Yeah. But still, I do love it. Yeah, we nearly all at this point work at the same restaurant. Yep. And, uh, yep. I was talking with the chef and owner about how many pizza places there are in Maypack and they all have the same style and how much of a market there is Dude, for a deep dish for, style. Yeah. It's true, man. It's, it's amazing. Like, yeah. they all make the thin crust and they're all great slices. We've gone on a pizza crawl to all the different places and judged and you know what? Yeah. slices. This pizza war has to end between Chicago and New York because... At some point, it's just, it's just, we're on the same team. We're just a different team. We're just a, we're just a different player, you know? You don't expect a point guard to be down low, man. You don't expect the down low guy to be at the point guard, you know? Unless you're LeBron James. Unless you're LeBron James. Then you do all the rest of peace.
Your taste buds are your taste buds, and if you prefer sh- Chicago pizza, then you know that's that's that. Yeah, dude, you that's you're not that. gonna change you someone's know? mind. They're just different, dude. Yeah. Like, we, exactly. we accept all forms of pizza exactly. in this band. We're pizza I think we all yeah, we accept pizza. Although <laughs> Nick and Jake were pretty offended on tour when they couldn't get pizza by the slice in Michigan. Dude, oh, oh my lord, they, were, they came yeah. back. Okay, offended. yeah. Chicago is the least of our worries in terms of a problem, <laughs> yeah. dude. Um, we were. Where was that? That was uh, Ann Arbor. Yeah, Ann Arbor. Thank you. We were in Michigan. And let alone every other city we went to, no one sells pizza by the slice, man. Or have pizza period. I couldn't period. believe it. What kind it's of pizza crazy. was it that they had there? Dude, we, you had to buy a pot. You had yeah. to buy like, uh, a, a Neapolitan, like... Well, like, like, dude, yeah. Is that, was, is it Neapolitan? Yeah. When, when I was in Italy, dude, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't buy cheese by the slice. Yeah, and that, that's what they were doing, dude. But like, you, if you wanted... You couldn't get by the slice. And even in some cities, if you wanted pizza, you went to Papa John's. What is that? No. Yeah. It's terrible, Sad man. Life, man. Oh my god, but yeah, so like, there, we've, we've gone through much worse pizza crisis, crisis-y than, uh... In Chicago. Chicago's Chicago. is a hub. Yeah, we, every time we go there, we, we go to, what, what was the one we always go to that you... Uh, uh Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's, we go no, to Tony Luke's. No, no, that's, 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 the, no. that's the Philly Cheesecake <laughs> in Philadelphia. Wait, who gets oh, Giovanni? Giovanni? Is it Giovanni? That was the last one we went to. I know, um, I know where it is. We go yeah. to the same spot. They had a bunch of every different Every time spots. we get a deep dish. I have to look it up now. It was, I think it's Giovanni's. <laughs> I think you might be right. Is it Giovanni's? It's something like that. Hold Gio- on. Hold. Giordano. Giordano's. Giordano's. That was a good slice. Dude, That's it was great. Dude, we, we each get our own small uh, deep dish Zaz. And oh, dude, like, you get more than a small. You, you, you think, small you think you're like, wow, I'm going to crush this. Like, I need yeah. like three of these. Dude, the first three slices, you pound yeah. down. Then and you then just hit, hit the wall. Hit the wall. Dude, I remember, you get smacked. I remember we took some home. Yeah. And it was, like, we dude. Left from, we left from Chicago to yeah. New York. That was the dude, best yeah. variety. Wait, I, was it just you and me that did that? Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, dude. I had me, and, yeah, me and Nick brought our pizzas home after <laughs> Chicago. Dude, did you have it? We were in New York. It's, it's, it's Chicago seven pizza dude, in no, New York. It's like a 14-hour 14, uh, 14 ride from <laughs> oh, Chicago dude, to, to New York. So, like, Matt and Dan, like, had, like they didn't bring the rest of their pizza. Wow. Dude, dude from me starving, and Nick were man. snacking. Yeah. Yeah. Such a gift. It was great. It's a meal, too. I think it was after I smacked Nick and Matt. Please. Uh, Veterans never won a game. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, will there be new instrumentation? Did I, oh, um, yeah. on the yeah, upcoming. Right, oh, we're good. Okay. On the um, will there be new instrumentation on the upcoming EP? Maybe Dan Walsh on trumpet. So I think that's a no. Yeah. Uh, no. Definitely we, not me. I, I tried to dig Dan from the dirt for a trumpet part for yeah. a song we will release in the, probably the next year or two. Um, it's so up there, man. Is, There's it, no shot. Yeah. Dude, it was really up there. It, it like, is really up there. Yeah, uh, we might have to bring in a professional. But um, <laughs> new instrumentation. So a lot of times we uh, use uh, virtual instruments like uh, contact for piano or something like that. or uh, uh, And just like kind of like different drum samples and stuff. But this time along, we recorded everything organically which is really refreshing really really refreshing mm-hmm. uh you know there were no di not a lot of diing actually i'm not gonna say there, there was none we did the bass and stuff but mm-hmm. uh in terms of like how we recorded it is kind of more important than the new instrumentation uh, a lot of a lot of percussion work too mm-hmm. like tambourines and shakers and mm-hmm. uh stuff like that but uh Past that, not really. Yeah, I think we're finding a good balance oh, between vocals. like yeah, yeah group vocals, vocals were huge. Yeah, we spent a lot of time huge. just all getting together and just straight up just singing backups and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And I don't sing well early in the day because I'm I'm a night owl, so I think my uh, my body's adjusted kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So we would go into Matt's garage at like like twelve or one mm-hmm. at night. 
and, freezing and, and free, cold. It was, it was cold. freezing cold. It was cold, in the winter, man. so like everyone, oh I felt bad for these guys. They were all sitting down with like blankets, but like I was already warmed up from like singing. So like, so I just had to like go for it and just sing and sing it in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, and it felt great. But the other guys were just sitting there turning into popsicles. <laughs> what would you like your fans to know about Friends of the Falls and their music slash mission? That's a good question. That's um, like a Dan Walsh question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'll I'll take it. Well, we all have been best friends growing up. I'm, I'm sure you might know. Being it, you got these solid questions. You probably were able to figure that yeah. out. But I I think that's what makes us unique too. And maybe some groups have a couple people that are friends. But like even when we've gone on tour, like we've played with other people at all these different places, and like you could see that people just really don't have that chemistry. And it doesn't seem like that bad when you're there, but you just know that it's not going to be what we like to say, like generational, like they're going to fall apart at some point. Like there's going to be some sort of stress on that group and it's going to dissolve. But like, we really could all be in the same room for days and like have no problem at all. And we really love what we're doing and we feel like we're making a sound that's unique and that people want to hear and we're doing it for the right reasons. And I think that's, what's going to be it. That's gonna separate us. I agree. Well said, Dan. Yeah, and we're we're shooting for we like to use the word generational, like the yeah. Coldplay, like the Killers, yeah. you know, like not like your indie pop. Hey, I think Jake said one of the first questions, like here today, gone tomorrow, kind of thing. Like, yeah, because like it's like, why, why else are you doing it? I mean, like I understand like it'd be like for a fun couple of years, but like I think we want our fun to last. Yeah. Um. Number. Next one. I think that's it. <laughs> Uh, a little more. Yeah. Lastly, is there an expected release date for the new EP? Where can your fans listen and interact with you and your music? Um, the only thing we have really, uh, with a defined release date is, this, is the first single. Uh, the, the, there's two more singles after that. Um, I think they're going to mostly follow like a month plan per, uh, give or take. Um, as for the EP, it's it's got to be somewhere late August, early yeah. September-ish. Mm-hmm. But like... We're really uh we're yeah, we're releasing things when comfortable because yeah. we have we have such good um, product now in our opinion we have such good material and like stuff we're doing creatively with the EP like we're doing a acoustic video per song in like places that we grew up at and like nature and yeah. like and whether it's nature or even a metropolis like New York City we have a whole deal we're just going to do it in different spots that uh, the song calls for and then we have music videos and a bunch of different stuff mm-hmm. so. Um, we're, we're kind of taking it as it comes when it feels right to release something. Um, so that's why I can't give it an exact date for the EP, but somewhere in late August, early September. Mm-hmm. And then as for as for platforms, we're on everything: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Probably most active on Instagram. Yeah, yeah no, every, it, our Instagram everywhere. is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and we love the face-to-face time. Yeah. So. If you do uh, catch us live, like we'd love to talk to you. That's the thing. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's not. It sounds so conceited, but I think that's one thing is that we love. We just love talking to people. So yeah, we're pretty nice people. Yeah, that's well, it. yeah. Honestly, we like to talk to people. Yeah, you know. So when we get to when we get the chance to meet someone um, who's not, they don't even need to be interested in meeting us. It's just like one we just like meeting people. So. And a fun uh, new thing we're working on is the podcast. So yeah, we actually yeah, starting our own yeah. podcast, kind of similar to how we're answering these questions right now. We're going to be kind of just giving you more information on us, who we are, where we come from, the EP, what influences it, yep. just as much as we can, really, yeah. to just 
Dan, drive people to value, you know. Dan's a big podcast guy, and so are a lot big of people. I think Matt guy. is, and even Don's hopped Don's on. Don's and Chad dude. goes deep type guy, yeah, dude. <laughs> but, um, but so basically, Dan even like so I don't listen to podcasts, but when Dan uh, presented the idea to me, it was it was mind blowing. He's like, the way he said it to me that really bought me in. It was that like, uh, imagine listening to like a band that you like be able to like like you, you can listen to them talk about their record and like behind the scenes and like it's more than behind the scenes though i want to hear that them and like how they interact with each other Definitely. You that's don't know kind that of with anyone that's what it is dude like i, I would love to, i would kill to hear like the killers or coldplay talk about like just to each other about yeah. like what like how they feel about their release and like their, what fav- their favorites were. what they what they what they like to eat when they're watching tv yeah, you know yeah. just stupid stuff like that so no bands have a podcast no, right. at all like that and like so it's an untapped market, and we're gonna corner it. Yeah, we're gonna take it. <laughs> so watch out for that. That should be coming out soon. Actually, we yes. should be pumping out those episodes. Yeah, I think I think at first it's gonna be a slow burn. It's gonna slow be build. it's a, a very slow build, but I feel like once it uh once it starts getting known, I think I'm not expecting it to be yeah. like trillions of listens. It's just but a good I think, I think the the loyal fans will really like mm-hmm. it. Agreed yeah. for sure. That's uh, that's the last of it. Yeah, Alex, yeah. you're a freaking legend, dude. You're, yeah, le- you're legend, legend of the week. Man. Legend of the week. Thanks for the questions, man. Deep. Seriously, questions. unbelievable questions. Sorry if this is a little lengthy. Uh, yeah. You know, anything we yeah, can do to help, it, let us yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if you really hate this and you want it in writing, I'm sure, I'm sure we can fix <laughs> it. Yeah. But I, th- I feel like you get a really nice taste of yeah. how we feel about things. Yeah. It's like you're at this table with us, Alex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is. <laughs> All right, man. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. Yeah.